Hello, everyone. Happy Friday to you. I know it's Friday the 13th, uh, in case you guys are, are superstitious, but um, we're still going to make it a great uh, live session to uh, so that I could deliver these I Ching Oracle messages and um, also uh, answer any questions that you have. I uh, want to let you know that tomorrow I will be releasing uh, a healing soup to boost your immunity, to support your immunity. Um, it was a soup that one of the soups that I eat when I have the flu or the cold, uh, there's about, you know, um, a handful of soups that I go to when I am feeling sick with the flu or cold. So tomorrow the recipe is going to come out on video. Um, so uh, use that recipe to uh, support your flu and season. I know everybody's coughing, everybody's sick. I mean, my whole family on the East Coast is sick. So use the soup. Um, so I'm going to be doing readings today for Yishwerer, Beautiful Life, and Ashley. And then <clears throat> after that, um, I'll do some other readings for people in the room. Um, so that's kind of my format where I do three readings from people who have previously asked me from previous weeks. And then I'll do some readings for people in the room. So, and you can ask me any question as well. So let's just start with a little breathing. Let's get centered in the now before we start these I Ching Oracle readings and messages. So uh, get yourself comfortable. Just focused on your breath in a comfortable way. The breath is to help you connect your mind, body, and soul and be present in the now. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now, your next breath in, bring in a regenerative emotion. It could be love, compassion, peace, serenity. Bring in an emotion that lifts your vibration high. And allow that emotion to really sink into your heart and let it spread throughout your body to every cell, every tissue, every organ in your body. That emotion could be represented as a light, maybe a pink light. And allow that light to flow your chi energy. And allow that light to flow beyond your inner world to your outer world. So that you may connect with that same vibrational frequency to become a powerful manifester this year. 
And allow that light to infuse and to touch every part of this planet as we so need it. And allow that light to come back to you, return to you tenfold. And bask in that light. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Hello, tree of humanity. What a beautiful, um, I love that, tree of humanity. Uh, I've never seen that phrase. Sam Rudy, welcome. Tippy, Sharon. Hello, everyone. So the first um, reading is for Yeshwara. I don't know if Yeshwara is in the room. So I meditated this morning and I got this message for you, Wishwara, number 38, energy number 38, opposing. It says here, you contain contradictory impulses within you or see a situation from two angles at once, perhaps as things are and as omens. If you can scale down matters to small affairs, it is easier to give space to both visions, even arise even using the opposing views as creative stimulus or challenge. What if the difference were not a threat? How could this tension be creative? If you can't see eye to eye, what can you see? So Ishwara, um, what the, and, and I know you wanted a general reading. So that's what I asked for a general reading. What they're saying is, is that you're 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 holding on to these contradictory, what appears to be contradictory um, impulses, it, it, energies, which in the bigger picture, they're not really contradictory. That's what they're saying. And often when we hold on to these contradictory um, impulses or energies, we, we find ourselves in resistant energy because we can't seem to see the balance, see how it fits together. That's what it is. It's hard to see how it really fits together, right? And that's a meditative state. In order, and when what they're saying is, if you can see how these contradictory things can truly fit together, then you can truly, truly, um, you could. This could be a powerful um, energy for you if you could see it fit together. So, for example, I know that that's very general con concepts. So for instance, let's say you're in a situation and, you know, maybe, you know, a situation like um, moving or your job or career or money, you, on the one hand, you're saying, oh, I have no money in the bank. But on the other hand, you want, let's say a million dollars in the bank, Right. You're saying, oh, I only have $1,000 in the bank, but I want a million dollars in the bank. And those feel very contradictory, right? It feels like it's doing this because you want this, you want this, but you, you feel you're observing this and that feels contradictory. That's a resistant energy. That's an energy that's not going to get you to getting $1 million. If you can somehow see how those two things fit together, wow. I have $1,000 in my bank. I'm very grateful and abundant. I feel uh, uh, grateful for this $1,000. This $1,000 is teaching me 
how to be resourceful, how to be creative. Because in order to make this million or get this million, I've got to be resourceful and creative. And that being resourceful and creative is an internal expansion and growth. And that is what we want. At the end of the day, your soul wants to expand and grow. The money is, 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 irrele- is irrelevant. It's the growth. It's, the, it's being resourceful and creative that's allowing you to grow. And that internal growth, as a byproduct, you're going to get the money. So what they're saying is do not, do not look at that $1,000 in a contradictory light. But look at it in the light as an opportunity to say, wow, universe, you're giving me, you know, that's why I always say, I don't think I'll ever win the lottery. Why? Because, because if I won the lottery, I wouldn't be exploring and being creative and being resourceful. You know, I wouldn't have to be, not, none of us would have to be, right? So it's like saying, this is not a contradictory situation. If you, it's not opposing. It's actually, it fits together. It's a lock and key. That $1,000 is the precursor to that million dollars. And think about how much expansion and growth you're going to feel. You say, oh, that $1,000, the universe is giving me so that I can reach, I can make that internal shift. I can be creative. I can use my sacral chakra to be creative and be resourceful and be mindful and get to that get to that million dollars. But the money is just a byproduct. The universe wants you to use those internal resources. That's what it's about too for that creativity, expansion, and growth. That's what it's really about. So that's what they're trying to say to you, Yashira. Okay, so the second uh, reading is for Beautiful Life. Beautiful Life wanted a general reading as well. And Beautiful Life Energy number 33, retreat, retreat. It says here, retreat means withdrawing from what can harm you as a way to keep yourself whole. When you retreat, you hide yourself away so that you won't lose yourself. In offering no resistance and creating no friction, retreating bears fruit in small, inconspicuous ways. What must you do to stay safe and whole? Can you change or can you change? How can you change your relationship so they support your integrity? Okay. So, some of this, it, this is so there is a beauty to a retreat energy. Sometimes, when you're overexposed, you want to retreat. You want to go into the yin stage, not the yang stage. The yang is all about being out there, taking lots of action. Um, being forceful, you know, taking steps. Yin, the retreat is really a yin energy and there's beauty to retreat. Sometimes I've got to do retreat. Actually, I have more yin energy than yang energy. And I love the times when I retreat where I'm not seeing a lot of people. You know, sometimes when I see a lot of people, even whether it's, you know, a lot of Zooms or meetings or going to places, my energy just becomes so low and lethargic. And they want you to be mindful that retreating is a beautiful thing for you. It's, you know, you call your, your name is beautiful life or your, uh, you know, and so they're saying that retreat, maybe there's a time that you need to retreat. And especially in situations where you have relationships 
you know, they said, how can you change your relationships so they support your integrity? And so they want to make sure that your relationships are the fundamental basis of your relationship is integrity. If there's no integrity in this relationship, then you want to retreat from that relationship. You want to retreat from those energies that do not align with that integrity, integrity for yourself and integrity for the relationship. So often retreating is retreating from people energies, you know, energies that do not support our integrity, energies that do not align with our flow. So retreat, use the tool of retreat to gather yourself, to gather that energy, to revitalize your own energy. Because when we are with people and relationships that, that um, do not align with the flow of us, our energy starts to drain, right? It starts to drain. And so one of the ways to revitalize that draining energy is by retreating, retreating from those relationships, retreating. And that's a beautiful thing. And let me tell you, I have to do a lot of retreating myself. Retreating is one of the best things that I found to really revitalize my energy. So use retreat to um, vitalize, revitalize your energy. Okay. So that's for beautiful life. So the third person is Ashley. I don't know if Ashley's in the room. Ashley, uh, did she ask what this, this, let me see if she asked a specific question. Okay, Ashley also just wanted um, a general reading. All of these three readings are general. So Ashley, energy number 50, the vessel, it says here, a new beginning, the vessel provides stable, robust foundations for a new life and also the crucible where you can expect to be transformed and remade. Just as wood becomes fire or raw ingredients become food, the experience of life can be blended and transmuted into a meaningful whole. What is the vessel for transformation? What are you beginning? What will you cook? Okay, new beginning, vessel. So, you know, we, we are all vessels of light of energy. That's what we all are. And this, the I Ching oracles have said, what is your vessel right now? Can you qualify your vessel? Is your vessel one of, um, one where you feel expansive? Is a vessel one where you're holding on to energies that do not serve you and do not serve the planet? What is your vessel like? What is the state of your vessel right now? And depending on that state of vessel, you know, that vessel could move and, 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 and transmute and transform. So they're saying that take a, take a survey of what your vessel is like right now. Where is it at? Is it at a state of uh, lack of self-love? lack of self-compassion, lack of integrity. Where is the state of your vessel? They want you to take a look at that. And from that point, it's like a foundational point. It's a point of like, it's, a, it's like a signpost, right? It's a signpost. 
they are saying, now that you know where your vessel is at, you can transmute that. You can transform that vessel to where you want to go. It's the new beginning. It's a new beginning of where you want to go. So, so this is why they said, what are you beginning? Here it says, what is the vessel for transformation? What are you beginning? Because the, the, there's, there's only so much a vessel can hold. So the bigger the vessel becomes, the more expansive it becomes, the bigger it becomes, the more it can hold. That's why when some people, when your vessel is not big enough, you can't hold on to things. So I've seen some people who win lotteries, right? They win like $100 million or whatever they win. And then they lose all of that money. And you think to yourself, how can you lose $100 million? How can you lose all that money? It's because their vessel couldn't hold it. The vessel couldn't hold all of that light. You've got to be able to hold that light. That's why when you, you know, it's like also when you look at like, uh, like leaders, like I look at somebody like an entrepreneur, like Elon Musk. I mean, he can hold a lot of light. I mean, look at the companies that he creates. These are companies that transform humanity. You know, he's got, you know, whether it's Tesla, whether it's SpaceX, you know, they're, tra they're transforming humanity. He's got to be able to hold a huge amount of vessel of light to, you know, to be able to um, be the CEO of these companies. So the more you can really expand that vessel, the more light you can hold and the more transmutation you could do. So they want you to take an inventory of where your vessel is. And then from there, you could that you can make the changes to the direction that you want to go. So he says, you know what? By end of this year or by end of by next year, I want to have this amount of prosperity and money in relationships and career and job. But you have to know where your vessel is at right now so that you could consciously, you have a self-awareness of that and you could consciously move, start moving in that direction that you want to go. Because if you want a better job, right? Or if you want a career, or if you want your business to be at a certain level by, by end of the year or whatever, that means that you have to make that transmutation. That vessel has to transmute and has to transform. And you don't know, you have to have a starting place. You have to have a foundation of where that vessel is at. So that's what they want you to do. They want you to take a survey of your vessel and then see what you need, what internal changes you need to make to start to expand that vessel to where you want to be. Okay, so that's it. All right. Hello, everyone. Hello, Shaved. Hello, JL, Vader, Klaus, Kobas. Ashley, you're welcome. You're here, Jaden, Deborah, JL. Okay, Tippy. Hello, what a beautiful name. Rena, good morning. Okay, so let me see if there's any questions before I start to. Uh, uh, how can okay? So some 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 Ruti Pati asks, how can I manifest the love of my life? When will I meet him? Okay, so I get I don't even need to do an Eching Oracle reading, and I will I will do um I can do it, but 
I'm telling, so let me do, let me pull a card for you, but I could even answer this question without pulling a card, but I'm going to pull a card for you. Okay, Samradi. So let me, let me tap into I Ching Oracles and pull a card for you. What message do they want to send you about the situation? Okay. All right. Energy number 57, subtly penetrating, subtly penetrating. It says here, subtly penetrating become, means becoming part of something or someone, feeling your way into things, yielding gently into their nature. Such influence does not bring sudden transformations. It creates small success. Have a clear vision of the great person in reality or in your mind's eye as a model of the larger possibilities implied. How can you get to know this from the inside? What is taking shape? Wow. This is exactly the message that I was going to say. And I did not need to pull this card, but I wanted to pull the card to show you that the I Ching Oracle is going to be aligned with what I was going to say what I was going to say. This is genius. And I tell you, I love the I Ching oracles. What they are saying here is they you have to be what you desire. It's about, they talked about influence, penetrating, right? Penetrating. What is it? So, 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 so what it is, it is, is that um, they say here, have a clear vision of the great person in reality, right? You have to have so everybody wants a certain type of partner, right? You have a list of things that you want. You say, I want somebody who has integrity. I want somebody who supports me. I want somebody who's kind. I want somebody who's compassionate, right? You have that vision of that great person, right? You have that great vision of that person. What they're saying is, is that you have to have those qualities first, to be able to penetrate, to be have that, to have that absorption of that person, to have that magnetic person uh, align with you. Because I always say you have to be what you desire. So if you want that person, you want to create a vision of that person in your mind's eye. But the second step is that you have to have that energy yourself. You have to have those energetic qualities. If you want integrity, you have to have that. If you want somebody who's kind, you have to have that. If you want somebody who's honest, you have to have that first. It's by laws of attraction. It's by laws of attraction that you attract that. And so when you have those qualities and you have that vision of the person that you want to attract, you have in the mind's eye, you are subtly penetrating to that person to draw that person in. There's influence here. There's influence because what's going to happen is when you have those qualities within yourself first, first, you're, you're, you're like a magnet. You're drawing that in because like things attract like things. That is the laws of the universe. That is the laws of attraction. So, so what, what, so <laughs> this is, so, so you want to have that clear vision 
of what that person is energetically, what, what, what qualities they have and see if you have those qualities, does, do I have that quality? Do I have that quality? Make a list. You can make a list of all the qualities that you want and create a vision board for those qualities. And then say to yourself, am I honest? Do I have integrity? And this is where we have to be honest with ourselves. You know, I always say that, you know, a lot of times we are deluded. We, we present delusional stories about ourselves. That's a lack of self-awareness and it's, it's, it's partly delusional. You have to get honest with yourself. Do I truly have honesty? Do I truly have integrity? Do I truly have compassion? Do I truly have that? Or am I deluded in thinking that I have that? That's one thing that I noticed that sometimes people say, yeah, of course, I'm honest. But they've done things that are not very honest. So that's the way you, uh, this is exactly what they're saying is possess those qualities that you want in your partner. And that's how you subtly penetrate because it's through influence. Because when you have the, that energy, those qualities of energies, that other person can resonate with those qualities. And that's how you attract. It's a resonance. You've got to create a resonance here. So if you want to find a compassionate person, you've got to be compassionate because then you can, there's a resonance there. And resonance is what brings it in, brings it in, brings it in. Okay. So I hope that has helped you. Some Rudy. Okay. Um, oh, Klaus. Klaus would like a reading. Okay. So Klaus, you want a general reading, Klaus? Okay. So let's do a reading for Klaus. Um, okay. Let's do a general reading for Klaus. I love that name, Klaus. Hello, Yumika. Okay. So let me do a reading for Klaus. It's a general reading for Klaus. Message do you have for class? Okay, number forty six, pushing upward, pushing upward. It says here. A vigorous, active time involved the source of inspiration in your work. Seeing great people, whether in the flesh or with your inner vision, can charge you with the energy to begin your ascent. Hard work lies ahead, but, but worry not. Set out towards warmth, light, and activity. Is this something you can commit yourself to? Where might it take you? What is the next step? Okay, so this is this card is a little bit more about the yang energy, where they're feeling that you have some good energy within you. I mean, this there's some really great things going on. And so you're going to now use more of the yang energy, the more energy of um, being out there outwardly to, uh, to create, to co-create, to create these beautiful things in your life that you have a vision for. And so that's why they said a vigorous active time. Vigorous active means more yang energy. So 
you want to take your source of inspiration, your source of inspiration of your work that you already have that foundational source. And then you want to, um, you want to bring that out to the universe and maybe seeing some good people and connecting with some amazing people that resonates with your vision, your work, the work that you do, the vision that you do is to be more out there to get that inspirational, inspiring work or inspiring ideas to the right people, to the right hand, so that you could accelerate this energy, accelerate the goal, accelerate the vision, accelerate. So they're looking, they're telling you that it's about acceleration now, more acceleration. Um, and it's going to take some work to do that, but that's part of the journey, right? That's part of the journey. So you, it feels like you are more ready to accelerate, accelerate. And part of that is by meeting the right people because, you know, partners and teams or, or whatever collaboration can accelerate. You know, I always say, you know, you always need, we all always need the support of others, especially when we're growing and building, having other people on the team is vital, is vital. Otherwise, it's hard to grow by yourself. We need other people involved. And so that's what they're saying. You're more in a yang energy state where you're going to be more active about, um, about your ideas and your work. Okay, Klaus. Okay, so I'm so glad that that has helped you. Okay, so let's see what other. Jaden, will my live-in boyfriend be faithful to me? Oh, wow, Jaden. That is terrible. I, you know what, Jaden? I The fact that you asked that question <laughs> shows me where you are at already. Uh, the I Ching oracles will never tell you the answer. The I Ching oracles purpose is to, for you to have inner wisdom, to guide you to your inner wisdom so that you can make great decisions in your life. So the fact that you asked that question is, um, is about you, is about your energy. So, you know, I don't even have to pull a card for you, Jaden. What I would say, first thing, let me say something to you, is that if you are paranoid that your boyfriend might be unfaithful to you, the first question is, do you really want to be with that boyfriend? Or it, it says a lot about your internal world. It says a lot about your internal world. It says that you might not have enough self-worth self-love, confidence. You might be paranoid. There are people, you know, you might have a paranoid energy that any boyfriend that comes in or any man that comes in, you're going to be thinking, oh, is this person going to be faithful? What does that say about your internal world? It says that you may not have self-love. You may not have self-confidence. You may be paranoid. So this is not about your boyfriend, Jaden. This is about you because any man could come in whether he's faithful or not. And I'm not saying whether he's faithful or he's not faithful because it's not really about him because you've attracted him for some reason. And the fact that you're thinking, oh, is he going to be faithful? 
is something that you have to work on internally. Whether your boyfriend is in your life in the future or not, it doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel internally, because the way you feel internally, the energetic, the energetic vibrations that you broadcast will lead you to the people that resonate. So you've attracted this man for some reason. There's some resonance there, right? And now you're paranoid whether he's going to be faithful or not. Maybe he is a cheater. Maybe he's not. He doesn't matter. You've got to shift that internal world. You've got to resolve all of these feelings that you have in order for this to resolve. Because let me tell you, if you are able to get those energies of self-love, self-worth, confidence, um, not being paranoid, the right person will come in. The right person will come in. The right person will come in. So, so whether he's the right person, maybe he is. Maybe he's not. If he's not the right person, if you make that internal shift, two things will happen in the situation with your boyfriend. One, he will be faithful and he will stay with you. And you guys will live happily ever after. Two, he will leave or he's not faithful and the relationship will break up and it should break up because you're gonna, you're 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 so fabulous that you're going to get somebody far better than him you get what i'm saying so this is not about your boyfriend this is about you it's about you you've got to resolve those things internally if you want to have a boyfriend that is faithful to you for the rest of your life, you've got to resolve all of those internal dialogue. You've got to resolve all of that on the inside before you think about the boyfriend. Because if you keep having that story that this person, the person, whoever your boyfriend is, is not going to be faithful, you're going to keep attracting that. It's going to be, and you're going to see patterns in your life happen over and over and over again. And we don't want these patterns, right? So it's about your internal world, uh, Jaden. It's about that internal world. Do I have uh, self-love? Do I have self-confidence? Do I, you know, am I paranoid? Because you know what, honestly, if you had those things, if you felt, if you said, okay, if he leaves, that this is what you would be, okay, if he leaves and he's not meant to be in my life, that's okay. Because, Whatever lessons that I needed to learn from each other, we needed to learn from each other for that time. That was what I needed to learn. Maybe it's for a season. Maybe it's for a year, two years, three years. Every relationship has its purpose. Maybe he serves a certain purpose right now. And maybe he's not supposed to be there. But maybe he's supposed to be there forever. But you've got to work out that internal world first. Before, this is, it's not about your boyfriend. Don't make it about your boyfriend. Because let me tell you, these patterns, if you don't work that out, you're going to see repeat. You're going to see patterns. And anybody that comes in, you might have paranoia and fear in the future. So make it about yourself and not about your boyfriend. 
because you will never resolve. You will, you can never control people outside of you. Nobody can control anybody outside of them. All you're trying to do is attract the right people and right situations. That's what you're trying to do, but you can only attract those, the right situations and the right people when you've made that internal shift. So it's not about your boyfriend, Jaden. It's about your internal world. I hope that has, uh, that has helped you. Okay. Uh, okay. JL Vader. Hello. Hello, Deborah. What do I need to do to remove a heavy, gloomy, negative energy from my environment? So when you say uh, negative energy, uh, so I guess it's just energy from your environment. Okay. Well, if, you know, there's now environment can be people. It can be a space, your home or building or people, right? It, it's all energy, right? So you feel this heavy, gloomy, negative uh, energy from my environment. Okay, so there's many tools for clearing out negative energy. There's sage, there's bell, there's, you know, there's energetic bubble that you could place an energetic shield. So what I would say, one of the tools that I like is, um, you know, and I have many videos and, and, and you know what, I have guided meditations on taking energetic showers, putting energetic uh, light around you. I have videos. I have a video about how to protect your energy in three ways. So here's, um, here's a, a video that, um, uh, three ways. Uh, here's a video. Three tools to protect to, to protect your energy. Here's here's a video, and in this video, one of the tips that I give is it's a genius, and I use it many often because I'm very empathic because my um my emotional center is open, and my human design I have an open what they call undefined emotional center. So I could pick up energies from lots of situations, people, and it drains me, right? So I have to be very aware of the energies around me. I have to be very aware of it. And there are many tools. One of the tools that I love, and it, I say in this video, is seeing yourself completely transparent, visualizing, feeling that you are just this wave energy, that you are this transparent energy. And all negative energies just pass through you. You're not holding on to anything. That is one of the greatest tools for, especially if you're an empath, because empaths tend to hold on to things and they can feel other people's emotions, right? Whether good or bad. And then oftentimes they hold on to it and then they get really depressed. They get sick, right? So that's one of the things, but you also want to clear, if it's a home, <clears throat> clear it out with sage, open the windows and take some sage and clear it out. Place some beautiful crystals in your environment so that the crystals can absorb some of that energy and then make sure to clean the crystals. So, so clean your environment with using the elements of fire, using the uh, crystal energies, clean that environment even bells, you know, can clear energies, use that and then see yourself just becoming invisible, like this invisible wave energy where everything just passes through, passes through, passes through. 
and 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 you could do mantras. I release any energies that do not um, that do not belong to me to the sender. I return any energies that do not belong to me to the sender. Those things are powerful things. Mantra. I return energies that do not belong. I return lower frequency energies that do not belong to me to the sender. I use that all the time, all the time. Okay, so that that's uh, these are several tips that I have provided for you. Okay, so let's see what other uh, what other. So that's for JL. Okay. Okay, Tippy. Tippy wants to know about whether it's a good time for a career career change this year. Do, so whether you should make a career change this year? Okay. Let me do a, a pull a card for Tippy. So I'm gonna ask uh, the Eaching Oracles, what message do you have for Tippy about her career? Oh, some something uh, fell to the floor. Okay, I'm gonna take this card because it just it just flew out. And when a card flies out, it's usually a sign that they want me to stripping away. Number twenty three, stripping away. It says here, until the old is so utterly stripped from you that you have no choice but to think in new ways, you will only recreate old patterns. Do not imagine the future and make plans now. Bring your energy back to the center and honor the process of transformation. What has worn out? Is there a less painful way to let this go? What is underneath the surface? Okay. So as I always says, the I Ching oracles do not tell you what to do. They provide you with wisdom for inner guidance so you can make a powerful decisions in your life because they always want, they, they're teaching you how to fish. They don't want to give you the fish. They're, they want to teach you how to fish. So this message is teaching you how to fish. And so what they're saying is, is that right now when you're uncertain, because it says here, do, uh, 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 you know, um, do not imagine the future and make plans now. When you are uncertain of which way to go, that's when you don't you don't take action. Like you don't you don't you don't you you kind of you have to you have to uh, reevaluate what's happening with you internally. This is not the time to start taking real action. You want to understand what you need to strip away internally for you to have that clarity and focus which direction you're going to go is it the should i make a change you're confused you don't have the clarity you don't have the focus as to which way you should go now there's nothing wrong with that because confusion is the precursor to clarity so there's no there's nothing wrong with the fact that you're not sure there's nothing wrong with that we all get into that state we have to get into that state in order to bring clarity to that state, right? Because clarity happens out of confusion. So one is yin and one is yang. So they both serve a purpose. So this is good. It's good that you're asking this question, Tippy. And so what they're saying to you is you will know more 
if you can strip away all of uh, the energies, the things internally that do not serve your soul's uh, your soul's path. So, what are some of the things internally that you're fighting within yourself? Is it something like uh, constantly questioning what you're doing, constantly um, putting down or putting stories that do not serve you, constantly saying, um, constantly um, giving yourself stories that go against what you desire or, or your soul desires, what your soul knows that it's supposed. To. I remember uh, one of the acupuncturists that said to me, "You know, I resisted for many years." becoming an acupuncturist and I should have become an acupuncturist and this is my soul's path but I told myself so many stories that preventing prevented me from going on that path what are some of the stories that you're telling yourself that does not truly honor who you are honor your soul's uh magnificence your light what are some of the things that you're telling yourself that do not honor your own light right? I'm not good enough. Oh, this, you know, we all tell all kinds of stories to ourselves. And so they want you to start to get to the essence of you by stripping away, stripping away all that stuff, stripping away all that stuff, stripping it away to get to the essence of who you are. Let it go. You know, kind of like a, like a snake that um, removes its skin naturally, an organ strips away its old skin and then comes out with this beautiful, it just naturally grows this beautiful new skin that's magnificent. Well, that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be stripping away that old skin. They said, what has worn out? What has worn out? What has no, what has no longer served you? What no longer serves you? That's worn out energy. Strip that away. Let that go. Release it. And then return back to your, your beautiful essence that you are. And from there, you will know, you will have more clarity out of the confusion. You will get clarity as to whether you should make that career change, okay? So the I Ching oracles will never tell you what to do. They want you to give, they want you to give the wisdoms so that you could make that decision yourself because only you should make that decision. Whenever any of us, whether it's anything in our life, the only person that should really be making that decision is ourself. Now there's other people that guide us and help us and show us to wisdoms and guide us to wisdoms to make the best wise choices for ourselves, but only you can make that choice. Okay. So, uh, I hope that has helped you, uh, Tippy. It's a good question. Rena, good morning. Yes. I actually did a walk from walk away from the toxic family as it was causing me anxiety. Oh, good for you, Rena. Good for you. You just have to walk away. You have to retreat from those types of people because, you know, maybe one day you will have a relationship, but not now. You know, now is the time to retreat. And thank God, thank God, I clap you. I applaud you for walking away, having the courage to walk away. And, you know, you can always send them blessings from afar. You can always send them blessings from afar. Put them in your prayers send them blessings so that, you know, and, and bless them so that they could be more awakened. They could have more self-awareness, right? Hi, Celine. Nice to see you here. <clears throat> Yumika. 
Benergy. Okay. Does <laughs> you want to know if somebody loves you? Is that what you want to know? Okay, let's 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 do a reading here. <clears throat> My first answer to that is do you really love yourself? <clears throat> because if you loved yourself unconditionally, you wouldn't even ask that question. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> so it's telling me that you don't love yourself unconditionally because when we love ourselves unconditionally, it doesn't matter. The external world doesn't matter. And what happens is by law of the universe, we attract somebody that's going to love us unconditionally. But the reason why you're asking that question, Yumika, is because you're not holding on to unconditional love. You're not holding on to that. And that's why you're asking that question. Because if you did, you wouldn't even ask. It wouldn't matter. He or she would come in. The, the right person would come in. The person that loves you unconditionally would come in. So I don't even have to, <laughs> I don't even have to uh, pull a card. It's really about you. It's not about Garab. It's not about him. It's, it's about you. You, you, do you see my point, Yumika? It's not really about him. It's about you. <laughs> the fact that you, you have to love yourself unconditionally because everybody, you will attract what you are. So if you love yourself unconditionally, you will attract somebody who loves you unconditionally. <laughs> but, uh, okay, but let me pull a quick card for you and see what uh, they want They want to say for you, Yumika. But I already, I feel like I've already answered that question. Okay, what message do you have for Yumika about Garab? This was, what message do you have? Yumika about <laughs> okay this jumped out it just fell on my lap it's called people people in the home number 37 people in the home number 37 it says here people in the home cooperate in their shared space and invest in it together steadily over time all involved and grow grow freely find their place and nurture connections with others New things can enter and grow, becoming part of the whole. Where are the boundaries of the home you inhabit? How are you building inner and outer relationships into a home? What kinds of growth does this environment support? Okay. So they're talking about your home. And this home is your internal world. Your internal world is your home, right? How are you cultivating that home? How are you, are you cultivating with harmony? Or are you cultivating with Stories that do not serve you. Are you cultivating that home with unconditional love? Are you bringing in that energy of, I cultivate my inner world, my inner home with unconditional love? You know, what kinds of growth does that environment support? So, so if what, what kind of home are you building to support the environment? So if you, if you have a home that has this beautiful, unconditional love, that inner home, then that's what it's going to grow. That's how it's going to grow, right? It's going to grow with unconditional love. And therefore, you're going to attract people in harmony, people in harmony. It says here, people in the home. You're going to attract those people in your home 
that 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 shows unconditional love because it's going to grow that home is going to grow you're supporting that environment but if you don't have that unconditional love in your home then how could unconditional love grow how can it grow with other people it can't so they're saying the same thing that i said to you so i just use the i ching oracles to confirm that message so I hope that has helped you, Yumika. Make it about yourself. Don't make it about Garab. It's not about him or it's not about that person. It's about what home, what inner home are you cultivating to support that unconditional love? Because you're looking for unconditional love here, right? That's what we're all looking for. So um, unconditional love will come to you when you have cultivated that inner home in here with unconditional love. That is the wisdom here. It's not about Garab, okay? So I hope that has helped you. Much love and blessings. Okay, so I have, I'm gonna do one more reading and then um, we're gonna close it out. Um, uh, and then I'll be back next, next week. Uh, so we have here, Okay, so somebody had something here. Oh, you're welcome, Jay Elevator. You're welcome. My, it's my pleasure. Michelle, okay. Michelle asked, any advice to ensure my new job goes well? Okay. Oh, that's a that's a that's a good that's a good um that's a good question. Okay. First off, off the bat, any advice to make my new job go well? Okay. One of the things is that when we go into a new job, you know, we're, we're dealing with, it's all about people. It's all about relationships, right? It's all about this energetic exchange of, you know, everybody's energy and we attract energy. We, you know, and so when we go into a new job, it's all about energy. It's all about what energy is coming at you, what energy you're broadcasting, what energy you're doing. So this is number one. Number one about any new job is you have to one of the things that I noticed about people in their job situation is they take on other people's energies. So maybe, for example, let me give you a concrete example. Uh, if you go into a new job and let's say you're part of a team and maybe the team members, you rely on certain things from the team members and maybe they're not doing their job. Maybe they're not like, maybe you need certain things from other team members in order for you to do your job and they're not doing it. And you get frustrated. You get like, oh my God, I can't do my job. I'm stressed. I can't meet that deadline because these people are not doing what they're supposed to do. And I'm waiting on, I'm waiting for them. Right? So so, so what it is, is this, is that then you get upset, you get stressed, you get blah, blah, blah. I said, why? Blah, 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 blah. So basically what you're doing in that situation is you're taking on the energies of other people. You're taking on energies of other people, and then you're expending a lot of internal energy as to why they're not doing their job. Now, what you don't want to do is you don't want to take on those energies. What you want to do is you want to say, okay. This person hasn't um, delivered to me what I need. I'm going to ask them twice or three times. That's my boundaries. What is it that, I, and I'm not going to focus on what they're going to do or not do. 
because that's not my business. My business, I can't control those people. I can't control them. It's not my business to, uh, to become their life coach. That's not your business. That's not why you're there, right? So you say, okay, I have, I'm going to ask them three times. And these are the times that I'm going to ask them this week. Maybe two days later, I'm going to ask them again, three times. Then you let go of that energy. And then you say to yourself, what is it that I can do now that is very small that could, I could be productive? What other thing can I do that I could be productive? So this way, you're not taking in the energies of, your, of the other people that may not be performing to your standard and making it about what is it that I could do, even though I don't have this from them, what is it that I could do now? What, what is it that I could be productive with now, even if it's the smallest thing? Now, you're still doing your job, right? And you're going to follow up with that person maybe three times. And so if your boss says to you, well, why hasn't, why hasn't this been done? And you say, well, you know, I asked this person three times. Here's my emails. You could see it three times. I asked them and I haven't gotten a response. And I, so I can't do this part. I can't complete this part. So that's the energy. So that's one important thing is do not take on the energies of other people. And that's what I see people do when, when they get into these situations, you know, of other people. So that's number one, protect your energy. Do not take on other unnecessary energies. That's number one advice about taking on new jobs. And and, and and do not, and I always say, do not gossip about other people. It's number two. You know, I don't like it when um, people gossip about other people. Even if somebody is not doing, that's bad energy. Do not gossip at the job about other people. That's creating bad energy. And it doesn't help anybody. Even if, let's say, that that story is true. Maybe that gossip is true. It's not good to do that. Don't gossip. If you don't have something nice to say about somebody, the best thing is to keep quiet. It's to keep quiet because gossiping about what's happening in the company is not going to, it's not going to move it in the right direction. Even if things are not going so well, it's not going to move it in the upward direction. The energy, it's just going to make it go worse. So I would keep, I would, if I, if I have nothing good to say about people, I would just be quiet about that. And be always cordial and pleasant with people in, in your dealing. So those are the two things that I would say are the most important when you go into new job is, you know, do not take on other people's energies. Do not take on the energies of the company either. If the company is doing certain things. Now you have a choice, Michelle, if you see things in the company, let's say you work there for six months or a year and you see things that you do not like, Right you see things that you do not like, then you have a choice. You have a choice whether you stay or go. You have a choice whether you stay or go. That's a choice that you have. And going is not a bad choice. But maybe you decide to stay and to uh, communicate with people in a productive way. And if that communication does not, um, does not go well, and you find that people are not open to your suggestions, then there's a certain point where you understand that you can't make that change, that maybe leaving is the best thing. But I would say 
when you're starting, and we're not going to go into that scenario right now because that's premature. The only scenario that you should focus on here is do not take on the energies of the company and other people. That will help you tremendously. It's not your responsibility, okay? You're there as an employee to work. You're not there to babysit other people. And this is one of the things that I see. And you're not there to gossip about what their shortcomings are. That's not our job to gossip about what their shortcomings are. Okay, so Michelle, I hope that has helped you. Hi, body technician. Okay, so, all right, everyone. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to leave now, but I will be here again next week. Uh, Vidya. Okay, Vidya. Okay, I'm gonna put you down for future weeks. So I have about. God, I have a lot of people on the list here. I have at least uh, one, two, three, four, five. I have at least six people from last week that wanted readings. So I'll just do as much as I can. Um, all right, everyone. So let's do a, a hello, all love, Andrea. What a beautiful name. Hello, Michelle. Okay, so. Um, oh, you're welcome, Michelle. You are in California. I'm in California as well. And I was supposed to go to Santa Barbara uh, this weekend, but I'm canceling because of the weather. All right. So let's all gather our energies. Dear God, angels, spirit guides, ascended masters, creator, divine ancestors. Thank you so much for allowing us to open this space. We thank the technology of YouTube and Zoom for making this possible where I can connect with the energies of viewers out there who are seeking guidance and inner wisdoms from the I Ching oracles, from spirit, from God, creator. We are so deeply blessed for all that we have, whatever we have, our home, the food on the table, to be the breath that we breathe, our bodies. We thank, we thank our bodies so much for keeping us healthy and vital and watching over us. We thank the spirit and our spirit gods for protecting us from situations that do not serve our highest good. I ask you to bless every single one in this room with so much prosperity and health, money, career, relationships to allow them to show them, light the path for their inner wisdom so that they may make powerful decisions in their lives, wise decisions that allow them to expand and grow and to allow them to manifest that which they desire. But it all comes from the inside. We understand that. And so thank you for giving us that self-awareness, each one of us, more self-awareness each day, each week, each hour, each month. That self-awareness is so important so that we can make transmutations and transform our vessel, allow that vessel of light to get bigger and bigger so we may hold more. We may hold more compassion. We may hold more love. We may hold more self-worth. Hold all of these high vibrational frequencies that truly, truly impact the world and the universe in a way that is expansive, in a way that's eternal, in a way that grows and grows and grows. So thank you so much. I thank the I Ching oracles. I thank the Tao oracles. I thank spirit guides, God and the angels for being here, for allowing me to become a channeler of your messages, of your wisdom to deliver as this is my higher purpose and calling. So thank you so much. Again, I wish, um, please bless all of the viewers here as this week coming, this weekend until the next time that I come live again. And so it is. Namaste. And so it is. I'll see you next week again. Much love and blessings. Love you all. Bye. Thank you so 